Good hey. evening. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, so you finally rolled up yours? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to smoke with you because I, cause I got mine. But I can't smoke this over. <laughs> Give me something to think about why you smoke a good blood when you listen to this thing. So, but now, like I would tell you, no serious business. I have to give people their roses, ma'am. You you've been doing your thing for some years, yo. Thank you. Most definitely. Uh, shit, because actually, actually, I can sit here and say, like when people talk about like the SoundCloud rappers, so so my listeners can listen. Like when you think about S. Extension and all those cats, how they blew up on uh, SoundCloud. Well, this lady, to me, her claim to fame really was X videos. She's actually, if you want to be honest, a pioneer of it. Because I, I remember you was one of the first ones that really jumped on it. You know what I'm saying? And you really put it to good use. <laughs> So, so how did you run across X videos? What made you jump on it? Um, I just knew that that's where I went to watch porn. So uh, I, I was like, this is popular. Like, Pornhub can't be the only motherfucking way. Yeah. I just went from there. Yeah. People, we, I can see it say this too. We were on there before it was monetized. They let you know. So, and, so, and, and trust me, it was driving traffic to sites. Don't get it twisted. So, no doubt. So, I'm gonna, we, I got to do my particulars, and then we're going to get this interview cracking. Okay, Miss Lady? No problem. So, hey, take a couple of poses of your blunt, and let, let me speak to my peoples, okay? Say no more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile and start a podcast today and be distributed on major platforms. And you can monetize your stuff and do all this for free. That's all you got to do. I am your proud and wonderful host, Kevin Arbus of a champ, a.k.a. the porn rap star. For anyone that's been listening to all my STO potheads on all the platforms, you know what it is. Go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star to check out my porn. To listen to my music, my latest release, and my album now coming later on this year called Extraordinary, and follow me on social media. Also, we are sponsored by the Facebook of the Ellis community. I'm talking about ellisworld.com, the perfect place for you to get your kink on, mingle with other people, as well as find events in your area so that you can start your journey in the lifestyle. And we're the proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts giving you the black experience. Oh, yeah, while you're there, a little secret. Spoiler alert, you can actually get some shopping done from over 500 black retailers. I'm talking about fashion, health, beauty, mask, jewelry, you name it. They got, they even got books some reading material for you. And some of us really do need to start reading more. That's just my opinion. So go to shopgwdistrict.com today. Buy black. Support black businesses. Build the black economy so we can create generational wealth. Now I'm about to be quiet and let this legendary lady speak for herself. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Giselle Lane, a.k.a. the Golden Throw, a.k.a. the Golden Mistress. And uh, what's up? I like smoking. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, we all do. So, so why did they call you the Golden Throat? So people can know. My fans actually gave me that name. I didn't choose that. They were like everything golden. Like, you like the golden DBW, the golden throat, the golden this. So I just went with it. I ain't gonna argue with y'all. That's what y'all want to call me. That's what I'm gonna go by. <laughs> and and you do throw that throat. Just <laughs> <laughs> watched it and sloppier than a motherfucker. Period. <laughs> oh, so do you come off of head? Um, yeah, because I someone like I don't know how do I explain this. I like to I enjoy giving head. So if I really truly enjoy it in the moment, yes, I will in fact come from giving head. Good night. That's a beautiful thing. So <laughs> let's go. Let's go back to the beginning. What got you into the business? Um, I was actually a hoe first. I'm gonna keep it a fact. I was a hoe first, obviously. So I was just good at what I did. And apparently I thought the way I sucked the dick was normal. But apparently mm-hmm. not. Apparently that's not normal. So I was like, well, let me turn the camera on. Even though everybody told me no, it's a waste of my time, I still chose to do it. And it worked out. Mm-hmm. So what steps did you take to begin your career? I just was, I was actually lucky enough because I would knew certain porn stars before I started. So I just asked them some questions and I was like, what should I do this? What should I do that? But at the end of the day, I just picked up my phone. I had an iPhone. So I used my phone. I recorded and I put it on next videos. And I was like, whatever happens, happens. Oh, snap. So, so when the first, so, uh, so who did you first do your first video with? I had an ex at the time. Um, my ex is basically cousins with Tommy from Woe Boys. Okay. So I started with him, and I was just like, listen, I want to do this. He's like, all right, well, we could do this. So I just used him as my coxman, and that's what the <laughs> fuck happened. It just worked out. <laughs> so from there, how did you move? Did you end up, like, working for Woe Boys, or did oh, no, you just... Because- they don't shoot plus size women. And then if they do, okay. you have to have a large following, but even then it don't matter. So they don't shoot plus size women. So it was just me basically out here independent, trying to do it for myself. And I was like, well, I'm gonna make it happen one way or another. It's starting to motherfucking rain. Oh God. Were you outside? I yeah, I'm at David Buster's with um a bunch of friends like Marley and whatnot, but mm-hmm. I had to come outside. I was like, nah, I gotta interview guys. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. You make me feel so special. Thank you. (laughs) No doubt. So, shoot. So, so now that, so when you came in, you kind of noticed at the time that it wasn't a lot of options for BBWs, I take it. Yeah, no. Either you got to have super big titties or a super big ass. And I'm just a motherfucker. But I was like, I'm Mm going to still make it work because they're not me. (laughs) So, so what sites did you look to, to post your stuff up on? I just try uh, to look for the two major sites, which is X videos and Pornhub. Mm-hmm. So shoot, so when you was posting videos, how did it help increase your flow as a hoe? Basically, um, a lot of people would just be like, "Oh, I recognize you from the internet," so they would just call me off that alone, and it would be like, "All right, cool." So it's starting to pick up. It's starting to work. Yeah. So, and, and what year was this around? Around this time. I think it was like 2018, 2017. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, yeah. Because I have to go front because that would a lot of, like I said, people, yeah, we about to be candid on this thing, so if you don't like it, get the fuck over it. But, Pretty much. But, um, 
No, it's basically that how it was back in the day before the OnlyFans came. Is that girls yeah, use porn to attract clientele? So, mm-hmm. so explain to people how how did that exchange work? Like, how did it help attract your clientele and increase? Like at the end of the day, everybody watches porn, whether they want to admit it or not. That's what I'm trying to walk away from people right now. Is I have this conversation, but it's like everybody yeah. watches porn. So uh, like to sit here and act like you don't, it's crazy. So a lot of people would notice me online, like I said before, and they would just be like, oh, shit, let me come see you. So it eventually increases your fucking money. Mm-hmm. So so you're basically getting it without even getting it on the internet, per se. Yeah, babe, I'm forcing people to notice me. I'm forcing you to notice who I am. Mm-hmm. And if you're lucky enough, I live in your city. You, you can say hello. <laughs> you can say hello. <laughs> so when did you start it to shift to okay, let me get sales off the internet? Um, I just started I wanted to see if it would work at first. So it took me like a couple months and then I started to I would go to certain events as a dancer. Explain to Yeah. Now, now what you were saying now? <laughs> I'm not even a whole drive dead forgot what I was saying. <laughs> Now you were talking about like uh, off the strength of them, like oh, yeah, how yeah. you shift it to make it money off the internet. I just um, when I realized people in other states and cities realized who I was, I was like, I right, let me take this serious. So I just started putting more effort and work into the content that I produce mm-hmm. and the amount of people that I reach. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So when you do your, uh, so do you do mostly content trade or is paid shoots? No, I do a lot of paid shoots. I do some content trade. It depends. Mm-hmm. Now I run my own company, so okay. pretty much you coming to shoot for oh. me now. <laughs> oh, 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 we're going to get to that in a second. So, <laughs> so, so when it comes to you, like, picking your male talent, especially now you being a boss, mm-hmm. uh, what do you look for in the guys and how should they approach you if they want to work for you and with you? Um, I respect professionalism a lot. Like, I don't like when people are like, hey, you, what's up? Can we shoot? I want a link. Like, all that, that's the quickest way to get ignored. Like, just be professional with your shit. And if I look at your page, you don't have nothing going. Like, you look like you don't take it seriously at all. You're dumb. I'm not fucking with you. Like, it's just certain shit you have to do. If you say this is your job, then show that. If not, then get off my face. Mm-hmm. Because I think that a lot of times, guys don't understand that... It- if you want to get a lady to work with you, you have to show her you're worth the working with. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. period. And that's with with all that. Because even to the fact, like, I know you didn't have situations on set where guys just wasn't acting right. Yeah, Please explain to people want. how mentally draining that is and how unprofessional it is at the same token. That is, it's really annoying. Like, I was just talking to this with Marley inside, like, five minutes ago. Like, this dude, he was like, I want you to lay between two double beds. And we got, first off, that don't even make no sense. What? It was a a double bed room. So he wanted me to lay between the double beds, like, lengthwise. I was like, sir, that don't even make no sense. We're supposed to be taking a break right now. Like, you're doing too much. So now, I never want to work with you again because that's how you were acting. And it's like, you just sound dumb, sir. Like, you sound Mm -hmm. stupid. Oh. Yeah, which guys segue, which brings me to what is called pre-care. These are the things that directors, producers, and male talents should do to help females, you know, relax and get ready and prepared mentally or what have you 
for a shoot. Um, what are some of the things that help that guys can do and you do yourself to help you get your mind right to get ready to do a shoot? Usually I just got to go smoke one blunt and I'm good. But it's like, just don't be weird. Like, just don't harass me. I don't want to feel like you being too thirsty. Like, I understand. You probably <laughs> do want to fuck me. Great. That's fantastic. But hold it down. Like, try to have some type of composure about yourself. Yeah, because it's kind of like, even with even with me, for, for my experiences, it's, I'm already going to fuck you. It's, it, yeah, that's like, I'm there for that. So it, it no more. Half the time, girls will be like, "You sure you don't want me to slap you on that? You sure you don't want to slap my ass?" I'm like, yeah, I, "It's like, sir, it's like, ma'am, <laughs> sir, calm down." It's not that deep. <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, babe, I'm just trying to be professional. Here. I don't want you. To, I don't want to be that thirsty dude because yeah. guys don't realize when you get that thirsty stigma, it hurts your It hurts you professionally. And, and 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 also speak to that. So, so guys can understand that. I have a lot of guys listen to my podcast. No, yeah, like I've, a lot of girls tell me certain dudes do certain shit, or I've had dudes do certain shit. And it's like once you do that, we talk extensively. So I'm gonna tell the next female, the next female is gonna tell me, and it's like now you're done. Now you probably wanted to work with somebody, and you're probably not really weird like that. But once you fuck up, it's, that's it. It's dead. I'm never gonna work with you, <laughs> and neither will anyone else. Yeah, because it's. Because a lot of times guys can fuck up their shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they fuck themselves up. It's like, what's wrong with you, my nigga? Calm down. And like he just, just he just too fucking happy to be in the building. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> all right, I get it. You're excited, cool. So now another thing that I know is a lot of people don't talk about is discussion of boundaries before shoots. Mm-hmm. How important is that to do, and how do you start that conversation with your co-star? Um, a lot of people don't like certain shit, like, and I got used to it now, but I didn't like coming to mouth, I don't like coming to, like, I don't like semen, period. So, mm-hmm. like, you have to discuss that with a person, like, where do you want me to come? It may sound stupid, but it's important. Like, I beat mm-hmm. people for a living, so I have to ask you before we do anything, how whoa, hard do you whoa, want me to hit you? Whoa, 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 you do what for? <laughs> <laughs> I beat people, like, outside the porn, like, people pay me to beat them, so it's like... I can't just be wailing on you with any old thing and you can't handle it. Like, I have to okay. ask, can okay. you handle this? What do you like? What do you not like? Yes, mistress. <laughs> so, because even with guys, guys be scared to even say their boundaries. Mm-hmm. And they need to. Like, the yeah, because yeah, it's nothing worse than when you... You don't like your ass licked and the girl decided to do it. Mm-hmm. I never had that problem because I don't mind my ass licked, but it's kind of like, I don't understand why people act like they're scared to because they might tell you some of their boundaries, but they don't tell you the true boundaries so that the scene can be comfortable. You exactly. get what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? Have you ever been in a position where somebody did that and it was like, what the fuck? Why didn't you say nothing? No, yeah, pretty much. I haven't had I had it with like regular people. They'll be like, Oh yeah, I'm cool with anything. So then I go to do something and they're like, Oh no, 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 I don't like that. I was like, Well then you should have kind of said that because now we sitting here looking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cause people don't understand it it can kill the mood. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta start all over again. And sometimes I can't get it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most definitely. So the other thing of it too is um, how important is it 
for you to get respect from your male counterparts is you being a <laughs> female business owner. Um, I actually take respect the wrong way. Like, if you don't have no respect, I can't fuck with you. Period. Mm-hmm. Especially being as like a dominant woman in the industry, a lot of dudes they feel the need to challenge that. Like, uh, mm-hmm. res- submissive women, they don't really have problems in the industry. Everybody want to work with you, cool, whatever. But the minute you say you're dominant, it's like mm-hmm. dudes feel the need to go out of their way mm-hmm. to just be like, oh no, I have to challenge that. And it's like, why? I'm not even bothering you, Leave <laughs> <laughs> me alone. Yeah, because it's like, even when I, because I, I had this conversation with somebody and I did one of my rants on my Patreon where I talked about how certain podcasts, certain media, they always betray females in the sex work business as literally idiots. Let's just be frank. Yeah, and it's like, that's not true. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Please speak to that because it's kind of like, they don't, that's why I like talking to females like you because you're business oriented and you treat it as a business. So I want you to speak to to that fact that how media treats females that's in this business. That's you know, period. I mean, I understand why a lot of people get that like outlook on porn stars. I meet a lot of these females. And I'm not gonna hold you. They are fucking dumb. But the one few of us that aren't like that, it's like now we have to sit here and fight against that because mm-hmm. it's like you're just seen as this object to be fucked. And then when people meet you, that's all they can focus on. It's like, oh, well, you fuck on camera, so you obviously must not be smart enough to do something else. And it's like if you really realized how much work went into this, you wouldn't be saying that. Yes, yes, Lord. It just seemed like the more it got normalized, the more it got easier for people to get in it and it's kind of like, because I say these women, they pocket watch. And you mm. know what I'm talking about, you, you in the world. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. You, you travel with a girl, she gets mad because you made more money than her. Mm. Now she got an attitude. <laughs> That's just annoying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm. it's kind of like, do, do you ever, be it that you're independent, do you still experience the competition, even though you really don't dabble with the. I guess the the main part of this. <laughs> I mean, I know there's a lot of shit that goes on. Like, even if it's just other females around me trying to get in the industry, I'd rather you ask me for help than you sit there and try to look like you're in a mini competition with me or like you mm-hmm. mimic everything that I do. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. okay, please let's not do this. Like, just ask for help. <laughs> Everything yeah, because, competition. <laughs> yeah, because I see that you now becoming a a basically about to run your own company. You're basically about to become a mentor. So who kind of helped mentor you and give you game for this business? So when it came to the porn pot, honestly, nobody. Because everybody mm-hmm. was telling me not to waste my time and even bother doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. I just went off what I wanted to do. Like I used to watch like Pinky and Janet Jack me and Jerry, and I was like, I want to be like them. Mm-hmm. So that I just made it happen. Like, if I want something bad enough, I'm going to make it fucking happen regardless of what anyone tells me. These mm-hmm. loud-ass motherfucking cars. Yeah, they, they 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 buzzing out there. It's, where you at? I'm at a mall because we were at Dave & Buster's. Oh, okay. Did you go to Exotica? No, I didn't go to one in Chicago. I'm going to probably oh. be getting a booth in Jersey. Okay, then. Okay. Excuse me. She getting the booth in Jersey. Yeah, Y'all better go by there. <laughs> Y'all better go by there, goddammit. <laughs> Buy some merch. Shit. <laughs> Book up. But go ahead. But go ahead. What you were saying? I just forgot that fast. <laughs> <laughs> See, you a true pothead like myself. See, that I need to be a fun. 
Yeah, but like I said, I think that um, with you because X video been a, a main part of what you do. Mm-hmm. Explain to people how you use X video before it became monetized versus how you use it now that it is monetized. Basically, I was just putting videos up there. Like I didn't know anybody. I was just putting videos up there, and I was like, hopefully people see them. Hopefully people don't. Because the minimum payout was like a thousand dollars. I was like, I don't nobody know me. My shit ain't never gonna hit that. But. <laughs> Over time, as it started to get monetized, I realized I would put up certain videos and trailers. Like, you get paid off just those views as well on top of the premium videos that you put up, which are, like, the full length for X videos, Red, and whatnot. So, so um, with that, what other platform do you have your stuff on? I think X videos, Pornhub, XNXX, uh, XHamster... Many vids, only fans, just for fans. You can buy it straight from motherfucking me. Like, <laughs> anywhere. So, explain to people why it's important to have your stuff on multi-platforms versus just having it on OnlyFans or just well, on platform. When you're just on OnlyFans, it's like, I, I hear you. You're just a random OnlyFans person. When you have your stuff on multiple platforms, now it's like, if you go to Google and you type my name at you're going to find me on any platform you need to find me on because I entered myself in that many times. So it's not like you only have to go to OnlyFans to find me. You can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to social media, how do you maneuver with social media, be it that is a attack on sex works when it comes to social media? It's very the fuck annoying, but you just kind of have to learn to adapt to certain shit. But it's like they're basically trying to phase this out, which is ridiculous. Because without sex workers, a lot of people would fucking kill themselves or be having a divorce. Mm. But that's a whole nother fucking topic. <laughs> now I got to ask you this, right? Mm-hmm. Because 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 you're in the business, you know. Because I, 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 it's 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 known that my wife she does teach you sweet candy. Yes. And um, where were you when Backpage went down? Tell me what happened. Oh God. <laughs> I was dead. It was the whole demic. Niggas was dying. Not me. The motherfuckers was dying. I was in New York City. <laughs> and Backpage went down. It was a whole apocalypse. Bitches acting like they was finna die. Everybody was hitting up their regulars and they phone. Oh. Chilling. I was. I didn't even start doing porn yet, I think. I was just still minding my business. So how is it going? So how has the game, that side of the game, changed since you first got in? What's the I biggest mean, change you've seen? At one point on Backpage, it was mad random bitches that you've never seen ever. Like, when you a hoe, Backpage was like our Facebook. So mm-hmm. you can yeah. see all these random ass bitches like, who the fuck are you? Like, what the fuck? So now after that, all of them kind of fell off. And I noticed a lot of girls, like, they kind of... I just started selling plates and shit because they ain't know what to do. But me, I was doing this full time, so it was like I had to figure it the fuck out. So I just fucking, you got to do your research. It's not that hard to type escort sites in the fucking Google, but apparently it is. So <laughs> that's what I did, and I figured it out. Yeah, because it seemed like to me, OnlyFans now became a new back page, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest with you, because it seemed like that would... Like back then, when the recession hit, that's what the girls flocked to was Backpage. They hit the street. <clears throat> now they became OnlyFans girls. Mm-hmm. You know, period. And it's kind of crazy because now they're about to get bumped off OnlyFans the way that it sounded. 
Exactly. So, and all they're just gonna do what they're just gonna flock over to the next platform, which is gonna be either ManyVid or just for fam. And which is good that like I said, having multi platforms actually give you traffic because what people don't realize is that with these other sites, you can get just surfers versus you getting direct fans. Because you mm-hmm. might catch surfers and you get more surfers than you might create you you know what I'm talking about. No, yeah, facts. Yeah. So shoot. So now, with that being said, we 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 about to get on the soft side of things. <laughs> There's always been misconceptions that we deal with as sex workers. Oh, you know, okay, now nah, fuck that. Porn stars, because that's what we are. We're not sex <laughs> workers. I'm not using that term. I despise that term, but anyway, that's a totally different story. <laughs> Being a porn star, tell me. What's some of the misconceptions that you run into when it comes to fans and even in dating? Um, they, people swear that like I do porn because I like fucking. And little do people know that if I wasn't doing porn or any type of sex work, I would probably have zero sex. <laughs> I'm not even bullshit. Like I literally could care less if I'm having sex or not. That's why I motherfucking charge because I do not care. Like. I don't. <laughs> Give me a <laughs> it's so annoying. Uh, yeah. So shoot. So is it hard for you to date? Being that you're in this business. Um, it is, but I recently, like, finally after all these years, met someone. So it's kind of working out. And then they started doing porn as well. So it's like it ended up just becoming one big business. Okay. Okay. Thing. Like, cause if you're gonna be with me, you gotta have to be with a business. Like, I need a plan. We gotta do something. You can't just do nothing. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah. So I can imagine. How did that conversation come up? <laughs> the first date. Uh, he or actually, two. we met at an event we were both working at. So <laughs> it worked out. It just kind of good. Facts. <laughs> so, so having a person in your corner, how is that different than when you was moving by yourself? I mean, it's. It's good to know somebody's always going to have your back. Like, when you're stressed out and you feel like you just can't do it no more, there's always somebody there to remind you, like, you got this, you good, like, just just chill out. It's okay. Now, now you mentioned that you're a dog, mm-hmm. which means that you have pigs, you have subs. You do have slaves, am I correct? Of course. Okay, then. How old were you when you got... How old were you when you recognized that you was a dog? <clears throat> um, and your classification, if you don't mind. I've kind of always just liked BDSM in general. I guess it was like at a young age. I guess I would say like nine or ten. Because I've always just been the type, like, I don't know. I just can't. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't be everybody bitch or sub. But it's like I like mm-hmm. to dominate people as well. Like I like the feeling of taking someone's power. If they're willing to give it to me, I don't want to just take it unwillingly. Mm-hmm. Like that's not fun for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And 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 from being that you are a true dog, mm-hmm. well, excuse me, dom, mm-hmm. as, as it would be said, because I, I apologize being a fellow dom. I sorry that I didn't say the. <laughs> it's cool. Oh, it ended. Oh no, I didn't. What the hell? If I'm supposed to hear you, I think. This is how I think you should end this. 
Y'all brought short specs. Hey, what's up, babe? If it ever cuts out, just see the invite, so you just jump back in. You feel okay. what I'm saying? But what I wanted, to, but what I wanted to ask you was, what was your first experience as being a dog, Dame? I guess my first experience was always when um, because also my first mm-hmm. experience was as a prostitute when a client paid me and they were just like I want you to step on my dick in some heels and I was like oh <laughs> like I'm about at least 250 so I hurt but that's what they wanted <laughs> oh god what was the one, what was one of the craziest ones the craziest one was sticking a guy's skin and then he just wanted me to start punching so that's what I did that's no question <laughs> To do it. <laughs> see, hey, people don't realize some of the crazy shit we see. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh no, I had to burn. But I had to burn it on that. I really like oh, God damn. Hold on. Hold on. Do people straight face? That's the question. Do people what? Did you keep a straight face? Yeah, actually, because it's like, it's not, it, I don't know, it depends. The only time I really can't, like, stay in the moment is when there's, like, massive shit involved. It's like, you couldn't clean up <coughs> before you came. Like, I don't really want to see all that. That's the only time I'm kind of, like, straight. Anything else, it's like, I, I got this. I'm good. So, have you ever uh, done pegging? Have you ever done pegging? Oh, yeah, I peg all the time. Pegasus. <laughs> Okay, now speed that. Okay, then since you a regular pepper, all right. I I I got to do a elephant in the room question with anybody that does my show. Okay, and this is what it is: if a straight man gets paid by a woman, does that make him homosexual or gay? No, it does not. Explain. The male G spot is located within the ass, so. If a woman is pegging you, how is that gay? I thought two men were gay or the same. Like, you have to be the same to be gay. If I'm a man, or if that is a man and I'm a woman, I don't understand how the fuck that is gay. <laughs> I don't I, like, make it make sense. I, I, not a real <laughs> yeah, because it's it's kind of like, wait a second, okay. <laughs> let's, 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 let's look at it. It's a woman that's taking a foul and shoving in his ass, which is basically the same equivalent to because because yes, our, our glands back there, you come. Even when we get our uh prostate exam, we actually Exactly. We just feel violated. Well, how exactly. do I do? <laughs> now, now, now the chick, I might not feel so bad, even though I prefer the tongue, but that's just me. But, oh, yeah, it's just you got to know what you're doing. If the female doesn't know what she's doing, then it's not going to feel the way it's supposed to feel. You're seeing the wrong yeah. people. You got to come to me for your appointments. You'll be okay. No. Uh, see, 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 see. She's trying to throw something out there, everybody. She's trying to throw that. She's a true hustler. That's what hustlers do. We're like, oh, yeah. By the way, I do that too, buddy. I do that too. I do that too. So now the other thing is, I always say females that do it all make the most money. How important is it that you basically has expanded your brand? Um, 
because, like I said, you do because I see you do a variety of different type scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you come up with what you want to do, what type scenes you, you 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 try to do, or what have you? I basically I want to shoot what nobody else is shooting. Like everybody shoots standard boy girl scenes. Like honestly, in my opinion, that shit is boring. I want to shoot the shit that people really want to see, but they're scared to talk about. The shit that seems almost taboo or bugged the fuck out. Or some shit that'll just leave you with your mouth stuck. That's the shit I want to shoot. Like, so if you with that weird shit, you know, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because cause to me, the more the more crazy it is, the hot, the, the sloppier, the, the dirtier, plus it tells a story, it stands out more. Facts. It makes you question some shit. Like, wow, do I like that? Yeah, because see, the, because the thing of it is, is that, which I want you to explain this to people, that we're giving them a fantasy, and please explain to them that we, you know what I'm saying, that we're giving them a fantasy, and this is why we do what we do on this camera, mm-hmm. and why we're considered professionals. At the end of the day, we just make, like, people will message me, like, they want to see this specific type of scene with me doing exactly this act, and it's like, all right, cool, so it's my job to bring that idea they had or whatever they saw in their head to life and I'm going to try to make it as bugged out and as great for them as possible so that they always want to come back and see more and they know that if I want to see some crazy shit that I think is a fantasy this is where I could go Mm. so how much is it that you need to be built for this business not just physically but mentally to succeed in this business because you have a lot of girls that get to this business because like the reason why I ask this a female was on an interview and she was talking about her being on OnlyFans. She was a pretty chick. And she basically was saying that a guy offered her $3,000 to do a certain picture. And she was saying, well, when does it stop? When is this too much? And this, this, this. So speak to the type mentality you need to have walking into this freaking game. Uh, you have to be very open-minded. And I mean very the fuck open-minded. <clears throat> And just be prepared to do some shit you probably would have never thought or heard of. Like, I get asked to do a lot of shit, but at this point, I already just think about it as a job and as monetary. And I'm like, all right, well, if I do this, I know I'm going to make this much. So let me just fucking do it. It's a job mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Do your job. Mm-hmm. It's like you would check clock in anywhere else and do your job and go the fuck home. Do this, too. It's a fucking job. Yeah. <clears throat> and how much people need to separate the personal from the business, especially on set? Uh, yeah, it's like once you go to a set, like leave everything you had at home at home. Because now if you're talking about your personal life on set, now half the industry know about your personal life. Because <laughs> so you done talked about it on set and these motherfuckers talk. So no, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I see that you, you want that you don't necessarily roll in the click. You pretty much roll on your, your, your own. Mm-hmm. Um, how much of you being in being an escort. All right, how much do I want? Helped you, you being a late of the night escort, let's just keep it frank. Oh, uh-huh. a hoe. Okay. Yeah, a hoe. Uh-huh. Cool. <laughs> how it helped you and prepared you for the porn business? I mean, as a hoe and as a stripper, you learn that over time that a lot of girls is catty, or you learn, especially as a hoe, that a lot of people may say one thing, but that's not really what they mean. They just try to use you and get ahead, which is like, cool, now let me use you to get ahead. So you just have to know, like, don't fall for everything. Everything is not what it seems. Shit, really be some bullshit. 
Like, just go in, do your job, and leave. All that trying to make friends and all that shit done. Now, if you chill with people outside of work, that's cool, because that's what I'm doing right now. That's cool. But, like, when it comes to work, keep that shit exactly that and nothing else. Yeah, because sometimes the person can fuck up the business, <laughs> fuck Fact. up the money. Because it's kind of crazy, because, like I said, it's, I think because we do sex for a business, they don't respect the business as they should. Because something that I said today, I said, it's funny, it's, they normalize watching porn, mm-hmm. but they don't want to normalize porn being a career. Speak exactly. That. that makes no fucking sense. People blow minds with that. Oh, how could you do porn? Nigga, how could you watch porn? Do you know that if I don't do this, you have nothing to watch, my nigga? You're going to be watching that same porn from 1996. Like, my nigga, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna tell you the crazy shit I heard. A female, a YouTuber asked this question. I don't see why they're paying for pictures that you can see for free on Instagram or this, this. I said, because, bitch, they paying for pictures from this specific chick to be in this specific position that they would not be able to get on any other spot. Exactly. Apparently, you don't do this business. Exactly. You know, period. And the funny part is she's a YouTuber. It's probably the only reason why she's a YouTuber because she saw somebody else be a YouTuber and saw how much money they was making. <laughs> so how do you feel about females who post how much they make I from their shit? That's stupid. One on them, I'm a hood nigga for anything else. You post some shit like that, I'm planting to rob you. I'm just letting you know that right now. So that's dumb as a motherfucker. I would not post my, I don't post how much I make because now I'm a whole target. I'm a whole fucking target. You just posted what? I'm making 15 bands a month. Okay, great. Now, like, half the world know that. And now we finna rob you, sis. Now what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And, and it's kind of like, but see, I think sometimes it gives the false narrative to these girls that they think that they're going to be clocking that every month. Yeah, or they're going like, to be making that every like month. That. Like, sis, some months is good, some months is bad. Like, that's why you got to have more than one hustle. Like, it just has to. Work out. Make it make sense. Yeah, because I think when it's like when they first come in, they might be hot and then reality sets in about what three months in, four months. Yeah, it's like if you don't know how to keep yourself relevant and keep yourself hot, that money gonna quickly disappear. Like mm-hmm. these niggas have a short attention span. You gotta keep their attention. So how important with that being that you said that, how important is it to continue to evolve and expand what you do in this business, not just as a brand, but as in content and, and all that. Because a lot of times girls don't understand it. They want to be stuck in that one spot. And we know where that spot is. Deal sure. But but I, I don't want I don't want to get into that. But <laughs> Dildo. They they want to do dildo for five years and think they're gonna they're gonna continue to make the money that they made. Yeah, but well, I don't want nobody want to see that. My like, like niggas want to see different shows. Yeah, somebody may be your fan, but my nigga, I love fucking cake, but cake get boring after a while. Right? <laughs> I don't want to eat. At some point, they gonna say, "Can you suck a real one?" Fact, we like, seen you suck three dildos and with a fuck machine. Okay, can we get three guys? Exactly. People want to see different shit. It's all about consistency and keeping people intrigued. And if you just out here dildoing us to death, then uh, take a body of paper because it ain't going to last. <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of, I see girls, they try to fight that feeling 
And I tell you, you got to pay the piper. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Guys, people want to see you get fucked. They're just mm-hmm. by my by another person. You know, and because a dildo cannot take the place of the reaction of an actual human being getting that sloppy ass blowjob. And facts that I didn't heard some strange shit come out of some of the guy's mouth that you be slobbing off. So uh-huh. I, I'm just ain't gonna say nothing else about that. <laughs> I'm just gonna light up this cigarette oh, because I thought about it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, but, but seriously, that but uh with your company, tell everybody what you what, what, what you plan to do with your company, the moves you plan to make, what's the future, and the name of the company. So my company name is House of Gold. I run it with my business partner and life partner, the Naked Trumpeter. We it was originally just a porn company, but because his specialty is BDSM and so is mine, it is now a BDSM and entertainment based company. So all mm-hmm. like I said earlier, all that fucked up shit, all that weird shit y'all like to see, that's what I shoot over here at House of Gold. So my company is more a person of color-based company. You will not really see many white people on my company unless they, I really fucks with them. Like, the one oh. white girl I'm going to shoot, she a whole midget. So, sis, I'm sorry to say, you a <laughs> Like, the other one, she a ginger. So sorry to say again, sis, you a nigga. Whether you want to admit it or not. I don't want to yeah. shoot no white people. White people and people with fake bodies, no offense, I fuck with them, but they get it easy. When you're like mm-hmm. me or you don't have no super crazy attribute, you have to work mm-hmm. twice as hard as everybody else. So those are the people I want to shoot, the people that don't get no chance. And then if you want yeah. some BDSM toys, you know, you come over here. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was saying this in one of my later earlier episodes called A New Reconstruction Era. I don't want to go into that deep about the reconstruction era and we in the new reconstruction era. You got to go back and listen to the fucking episode. We're not about to do that tonight. So I said we at the ground zero of where we can get ownership and own this industry. Mm. And I'm talking about black ownership. And you just sit here and said you're really wanting to shoot black people. Yeah. Please explain the importance and also, what people that's coming to business don't understand how strong black porn used to be. Exactly. And now it's like, we just get treated yeah. like, I'm watching girls, white girls that started after me, and they're skyrocketing past me. And it's like, but if you were black, you wouldn't be in that same predicament. But because you're white, you have to do like no effort and you just get handed an award. Meanwhile, I've been really out here working and it's like, niggas still like, oh, who are you? It's like what the mm-hmm. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because see, I it it like this. I was saying there used to be. It, you, you said you start you started in the business when? Like 2017, 2018. Okay, then, okay. you won't end the business in you you four years late. Mm-hmm. Might 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 have caught the end of it. There was companies in Hollywood. It was multiple companies in Hollywood, New York, in Florida that shot BBWs and black people and did black content, all black content. Now, I can't find all black content unless it's in the middle realm, the Pretty amateur much. realm. But yeah, it's you not even as like top tier anymore, like high class. And that's what I want to shoot. Like, why do black people always have to look ghetto? <sighs> And dirty. When, when you see my porn, it looks like art. 
the black people look like damn near paintings because that's what I want to show you. I don't want to sit here and give you, here's a ghetto ass bitch again with this ghetto ass nigga and we just making some ghetto ass shit. <laughs> yeah, and I also see that you implemented the BDSM into that. So what are some of the things you're going to be shooting with your company on the side of BDSM? Because what also you don't see a lot of is black BDSM. Exactly. Let's talk about it. A lot we see the white. Thank you. Go ahead. Go, go, go speak. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. BDSM is a white-dominated industry, and it's like really half the shit in BDSM came from black people. So, like the BDSM we use is like it could be shit in your house randomly, but you can yeah. use that as an implement, and it doesn't always have to be shit on the ground, you stupid bitch. It could be sensual. It could be mm-hmm. beautiful. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be degrading the way black people think it is, and that's why a lot of black people don't try it. Because they think yeah. it's degrading. And it's like, no, that's not the case. It can actually be beautiful. Yeah, can I tell somebody you want to hear a never heard of before? And someone <laughs> said, what? I said, a black cup, you'll never see it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, never would. what? Because like, because, like I said, it's like, I see a lot of us try to get into that realm, but we don't understand it. And then we don't try to understand it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with that, how much was it that you also had a community that you could reach out to learn about that side? And plus, how much y'all going to educate people with your with your company about BDSL? It only worked out for me because it's like, again, when I was dancing, I met a lot of the porn stars on the road and a lot mm-hmm. of them were black. So it's like, and a lot of them end up hitting me up because they're like, I always wanted to try BDSM, but a lot of that shit, they keep it a sack. They wouldn't let a white man do to them. And it's like, all right, well, I feel you because I wouldn't let a white man do that to me either. You got me fucked up. <laughs> so it's like, at the same time, I feel like I get, a lot of people now, they ask me to mentor them. So I feel like it's great because I get to show them, like, it, this is not what you think it is. It's actually different. And it's like showing that black people can do what so-called people think what white people only should do. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Smoke that over, people. <laughs> so tell everybody where they can find you, baby girl. You can go on motherfucking Google and type Giselle Lane and all things Giselle Lane and House of Gold will pop up. Or you can type House of Gold. Don't know if that's gonna pop up yet, because we're still fairly new. But my name will bring you to all the House of Gold shit that you need to see. <laughs> see, there you go. And ma'am. I wanted to bring you back. I want you to be a smoke buddy. I want to do more episodes with you. For sure. Facts. I'll definitely do that. Most definitely. So, <laughs> life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank yeah. you for coming to the lounge, baby girl. Thanks, man. No doubt. And you enjoy your night at David Buster's. <laughs> and I'll talk to you later. <laughs> hey, bye. Bye.